everyone, welcome. This is day nine of Thomas and Sean's first annual Halloween Spooktacular. We're going to be spending the month of October watching 31 movies for 31 days, and we'll let you know what's spooky, what's great, and what's worth watching. My name is Sean White, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Thomas Chilton. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Sean. Uh, what did we watch today? We watched Fright Night. He came out in 1985. Uh, it was directed by Tom Holland. But not the Spider-Man Spider one. Well, who's to say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't look it up, but I'd assume. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the young Tom Holland was not yeah. directing movies in 1985. Yeah, I don't know if he was even born. but Yeah, I um, also think Tom Holland, Spider-Man, is spelled with one L in Holland. And mm. he spells it with two L's in Holland, but I might be wrong. There you go. There you go. But uh, what do you think of the movie? I thought it was all right. That was good. Yeah, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Basically, um, for me, like really without uh, without qualification, you know. Mm -hmm. I um, yeah, it's very like Spielberg esque, you know, in a lot of ways. Um, and mm. uh, yeah, it's a very. Uh, very like a spook em up you know halloweeny movie yeah yeah very halloweeny mm. all right let's get into the plot so at the beginning we meet our meet a couple of our main characters charlie who is like the main protagonist of this movie yeah, yeah he's a high schooler and he's watching this like horror tv show called fright night mm. And it's hosted by this actor who is in them, uh, or this, like, former movie vampire hunter, mm. uh, Peter yeah. Vincent, who... He's the host, yeah. Yeah, he's the host. Mm. Um, and Charlie starts noticing that, like, the people next door are, like, mm. kind of suspicious. Like, that he sees them carrying a coffin down there, like, down to their basement, um, mm. the next door neighbor's. And yeah. then he sees, like, he's coming home from school one day, and he sees this woman, and she asks, like, directions to her neighbor, his neighbor's house. And then mm. he sees, like, on the news the next day that she ended up dying, and so he's mm. like, yeah, okay, obviously, like, this dude is murdering people here. And so he ends up getting the a, a detective to come out, and... You know, he, once the detective gets out there, Charlie's like, yeah, you know, he's a vampire, and the, you know, the detective's like, okay, goodbye. And uh, probably one of the oddest things here is that they, they bring him along, they're like inside the neighbor's yeah. house, Charlie's there. Yeah, um, yeah, like, if you're investigating a murder, you're not just gonna be like, yeah, here's this guy, hmm, um, he thinks you murdered someone, what's up with yeah. that? <laughs> But yeah, but Charlie starts mentioning, like, you know, that he thinks they're vampires, and then the detective is like, alright, this is ridiculous, you know, yeah. and uh, kind of leaves at that point. Um, Charlie also has uh, a girlfriend and mm -hmm. a kind of friend, uh, Evil Ed, girlfriend is named Amy. Yeah, so he's talking to them about this this whole time, they're pretty skeptical, and eventually they go to... Well, first Charlie goes to the um, Peter Vincent, who's the host of Fright Night. Yeah. And is like, you, you know, you're the vampire expert. You've got to help me with this. 
And uh, Peter Vincent, like, blows him off and is like, vampires aren't actually real. And, um, but yeah, eventually uh, Charlie's girlfriend and Ed go to him as well to try and, like, get him to convince him that um, it's not really a vampire. Mm -hmm. And they kind of stage this thing where the four of them together will go to... Oh, also at this point, Charlie's been attacked by the vampire. Like, he's in his room, sees the vampire uh, bite a woman through the window, and vampire shows up in his bedroom, attacks him, tells him to forget he saw anything, or he'd kill him. And um, basically, after that, since Charlie attacks him back... Is like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna come kill you here eventually. Yeah, and so yeah, so Charlie's very freaked out, and um, so yeah, they stage this thing with the four of them. They go inside, and they, the three other people other than Charlie, none of them believe that this is really a vampire. There's a funny thing here where Peter Vincent is kind of like talking to the vampire or the phone, trying to decide what would be like a convincing test. And um, it's funny, the vampire guy, the neighbor, he's like, oh, you know, I don't do crosses, I'm, I'm reborn. And yeah. Peter Vincent thinks that he's like a born-again Christian, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, so we don't won't do that. And he also agrees to, instead of using holy water, just use regular water to uh, appease what he thinks is this vampire's uh, born-again Christian sensibilities. And... So, yeah. anyway, they're all there in the house. Um, he gives them the water that's not blessed, and the vampire drinks it just fine. And then Charlie's like, wait, what? you know, this doesn't make any sense. And they're all leaving when uh, Peter Vincent drops his hand mirror on the ground. And when he sees it on the ground, well, actually, first he just pulls it out. He pulls it out. And he notices the vampire does not have a reflection. So then he, like, finally freaks out, you know, because, one, he's not a real vampire hunter. He's just yeah, he's a host just on a TV show. Yeah. Um, so he freaks out and is like, what the, you know, like, he's incredibly scared, runs out, and, um, yeah, what happens uh, next there? Yeah, well... Yeah, Peter runs out, and the vampire actually figures out that he knows that he's not a vampire because he mm. finds a shard of the mirrored glass on the floor. Mm. He, like, steps on it. Yeah. So, the vampire ends up hunting down Ed, the best friend of Charlie, the main character, and he turns him into a vampire. And I would just like to say something, something, joke Insert joke here about a vampire named Edward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, This is the prequel. Yeah. Like, yeah, 20-some-odd years before uh, Twilight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so he turns Ed into a vampire, and Ed then goes back to Peter, the vampire killer TV guy, and is like, oh, yeah, you know, I used to be a big fan, but blah 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 no you're just a fake yeah. and he tries to kill him but peter actually has a crucifix and he holds it up to ed's head and like burns the crucifix into his head yeah and then also even before that the after the vampire gets ed 
he tracks down uh, Amy and Charlie at a nightclub mm-hmm. and beguiles Amy into following him and gets away with him. Charlie kind of gives chase here, and there's like a whole kind of fight that happens in the nightclub, but uh, the vampire gets he, away and steals Amy, yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, so he takes Amy, and he's pretty much like, he tells Charlie, like, okay, you bring... You and Peter come alone, and that's the only way you're ever going to see Amy Mm. again. And so, Charlie has to go convince Peter to come to the vampire's house, you know, just the two of them, and, you know, he's reluctant, but eventually they get him there. Mm. And when they first enter the house, the vampire's standing there, and he's like, yep, Amy's upstairs, but you gotta get through me. And Peter holds out a crucifix, and he's like, oh, that doesn't do anything to me because you're not a true believer of, like, Christ, I think. You have to have faith. Yeah. You have to have faith for the crucifix to work. Yeah, and so Charlie ends up pulling it out, and it does work because he has faith. And Peter Peter runs away. He runs to Charlie's house um, looking for Charlie's mom. But uh, Charlie's mom is working nights. Uh, this is something that had been mentioned earlier in the movie. Yeah. And uh, Ed is their vampire, Ed. And uh, they have a, a gruesome fight. Uh, Ed turns into a dog at one point. Yeah, he turns and into a werewolf Peter, or something. Peter stabs him in the heart with a, a wooden post. And Ed dies in a super gruesome way. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. And then the vampire ends up... Kit, like having bitten Amy, he bites mm. her. He bites Amy. Um, so, you know when Charlie finally gets to Amy past the the vampire, uh, he the vampire just like closes the door and is like, "Here, you know, here's a wooden stake. Like you're gonna need this for when when Dawn comes when because she she's turns, gonna turn into yeah. a vampire and he's gonna have to like kill his girlfriend." And yeah, after killing ed uh peter comes back and comes back to help out charlie um rescues him in that from that room where he's trapped with Mm -hmm. amy and then they go to fight the vampire together because you know it's your vampire thing where if you kill the master vampire then uh the other people that they've turned into vampires stop being vampires yeah Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically, at this point, a big fight happens. Um, there's a uh, like kind of like a... Yeah, well, there's like a living guy, too, that's mm. like living with this other vampire. I guess it turns out he is a vampire, too, at this point. It's um, kind of like... Because he, he walks around during the day, so they don't think he's a vampire. Yeah. He's, he's something. He might just be like... I don't know. He's he's something. He's something. I don't think they it ever makes it clear like what he is, but like he they, has like they, green blood or like he yeah he melts yeah he like becomes they goo. shoot him and uh, yeah he doesn't die so yeah he just keeps getting up and yeah eventually they stab him with a stake through the heart and he like melts into green goo and turns to sand and stuff you know so uh, yeah. yeah he he's something all right yeah. So then dawn starts coming, and there's like a little bit of the sun's rays coming through, and so the vampire gets really upset, and like turns into a bat and starts going towards his basement to like go to sleep for the night. Mm. Um, 
And so they, like, chase after him, and when they get to the basement, they see that the coffin that the vampire is in is locked from the inside. And so Charlie has to fight his girlfriend, who is a vampire now, while Peter is opening up the coffin so that he can, like, kill the the vampire. Mm. And so, yeah, there's this big old fight, and... We saw earlier this man, like, painting the windows of, like, the windows that are in the basement black so that no light gets in. And so mm-hmm. they start breaking all of these windows, and eventually they break enough, and it exposes the vampire to the sunlight and kills him, and then it returns Amy to, like, her normal self. A few nights later, Charlie and his girlfriend are chilling at home, and they see Peter on the TV being like, yeah, we're going to take a break from stories about vampires. Here's a movie about alien invasions instead. <laughs> yeah. And then they just kind of like go, ah, Peter. And they, they mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. and then like a new neighbor moves in next door and that's the ending of the movie. What do you, uh, See. what were your thoughts? Like what? So yeah. So I, I really liked this movie. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it did feel like a lot, like, kind of like a, uh, yeah, felt very, like, a kind of early Spielberg-esque, where it's just, like, you know, kids, and they're, like, running into these uh, difficult situations and danger and stuff, and there's, like, a fun 80s soundtrack to it, too. Yeah, it's, um, it's like, the most 80s horror movie soundtrack you've ever heard in your life, which isn't yeah. a bad thing, but... Um, no, that yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good soundtrack. It's yeah, pretty, for sure. If, if you like eighties kind of music at all, it's pretty yeah, rad. Heavy synths uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously, um, but it's not like a parody or anything either. It's just like a a fun story, you know, of uh, mm-hmm. high schoolers fighting a vampire, you know. And it, and it's funny too because like Charlie is such like a uh, like a uh, what do you, what would you call it? Like doe faced man. He's he's such like a innocent um, Yeah, such a Boy Scout kinda guy. Yeah. Very boyish features. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like so flustered going around like trying to convince people, anyone at all, that it's a vampire. Yeah. And it's it's really funny, um how like flustered he is and no one believes him and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um Let's see some of the things I wrote down. Oh, one of the things I wrote down is that Ed, his friend, looks like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's kind of this like, uh, kind of like latchkey child kind yeah. of, uh, you know, just, just, you know, you see him and you know exactly the sort of person like from school. <laughs> from school, yeah. He kind yeah. of represents, yeah. Yeah, um, just really loud and like obnoxious yeah. kind of, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of great practical effects. Um, yeah. Makeup work on the vampires is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like different forms and stuff is cool. Like, I like that um, it's just, it's not like directly from vampire to bat. They show this like weird transition too. Yeah. Especially like later on when it's like he's fighting the, the bat form of him and he's kind of like transforming back into like human form or whatever. And you, great practical effects there showing yeah. the in-betweens. Or and, when when Ed dies and he's going yeah. from a werewolf to a human, he there's like all of this in-between. And yeah. it's it's crazy. It's pretty mm. it's pretty spooky. Yeah, there there was, there was only one thing that I 
explicit was like, okay, this is weird and I don't like it, is that, like, you know, he hypnotizes Amy, the vampire, mm. and so he, and then he's, like, kissing her and stuff, and I'm like, this yeah, is a high schooler. Yeah, she's a high schooler. I'm yeah, like, this is a high very, schooler. <laughs> yeah. Very rapey. Yeah. yeah. But... And I wrote down um, in my notes, I said, this is a job for Chris Hansen, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> I'm Chris yeah. Hansen with Dateline like, NBC. Like, take a seat. <laughs> yeah. Vampires are, are bad, you know. Vampires are evil. But yeah, it is very, like, rapey yeah, and I, unpleasant. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, God, please just go to the next scene. I I'm like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. But, Especially, uh, too, because at the beginning, like, Charlie is, like, a bit like handsy with yeah. her and she's like no i don't don't want that so like then later on to you know it, she's like a pre you know yeah no, protected her innocence you know, yeah exactly like you know she'd is, be uncomfortable with that even if it was with someone she like knew so it's like weird yeah. seeing that like yeah. this man do that to her um mm. yeah but other than that it, it was a pretty fun movie um mm. and that, it's not like that took up a serious amount of time or significance to the plot really yeah um it, it really like it really adds to the uh immediate feeling of of danger where you're yeah. like oh my gosh charlie has to like go and save her because this is this is a terrible situation yeah this man <laughs> is know? not only a vampire but also a predator like we need yeah <laughs> we gotta get yeah. on this mm. um yeah yeah other than that i i pretty much said everything that I want to talk about because a lot of the, a good amount that I had written down was just like yeah mm. this movie soundtrack is like so classic 80s but in a good way like I <laughs> yeah. like it. Um, yeah. it and it is like a very like uh, cut and dry movie too like it's, yeah it's not something you really have to talk about in depth about like meanings or anything you know? yeah it's just uh just kind of a fun one you know mm-hmm. it's just hey there's a vampire next door we gotta deal with it Mm. Um, so do you want to get into ranking yeah yeah I can go ahead Um, but yeah so yeah I I like this movie it's a lot of fun Um, goodness level I am going to give it an 8 I think it's very enjoyable Um, it's not like a uh, you know it's not like a Schindler's List or anything (laughs) Um, but it's it's a fun movie um Spook 'em up level. I'm gonna give it a six, just because it wasn't like scary, but it was like it was a total spooktacular. You know, it like yeah. I think I think even with the title Fright Night, it's just uh, it delivers yeah. on that. It's yeah, such a just you know like such a quintessential Halloween movie. You know, in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, so those are my rankings. Cool. Um, so as far as quality of movie goes i gave it a 6.5 it's just a very plot wise it's not doing anything you've never seen before it's just like hey nobody believes me that there's a vampire and there is um it wasn't bad it was fun like i said so that's why i gave it a 6.5 but yeah it really is kind of just like a very standard plot Hmm. um i mean yeah yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it it excels at what it does. Like it's yeah. not there's there's nothing it from for what it set it sets out to do. It does exactly that, and it does it mm-hmm. in a really good way. Like with all the practical effects and everything. Yeah. Um, 
there there's nothing it did like really in a in a bad way <laughs> yeah it just really didn't like like yeah it didn't do anything like specifically bad but it just also i don't know it didn't do anything for me mm. necessarily um okay like the practical effects were good that's why it gets a 6.5 pretty much because the mm. plot doesn't really do much for me um Okay. But spook em up level, I gave a five, um, mm. and and I think that's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not really afraid of like, the practical effects and stuff. I'm not afraid of like a monster, you know, seeing a monster mm. on screen. Um, that's just like me personally. So that's why it gets a lower score. Nothing personal because I do understand like some of the stuff all is pretty, um, spooky. Like especially. Especially some of the, some of the scenes like we talked about, where they're transforming and yeah. you see this like really gross, kind yeah. of stuff like that. Um, I think it's not really. I don't think it's really trying to be like a. No, it's not really trying to be like something that really scares you. No, it's like not. like something like The Ring or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those are movies that their objective is to make you really scared. Yeah. Um, well, like this, it's another that's just. It's supposed to be like, uh, you know, like like what it is. Yeah, I, yes, and I can appreciate that, and I think it's a good, like Halloween movie. Like I, I mm. think it's very Halloweeny. Um, and if there was like a Halloweeny bar, it would get a really high score. But it's quality yeah. of movie and how spooky it is. Um, hmm. so sadly, Halloweeny kind of can score low in both of those and still be a pretty good movie to watch to yeah. get into the spirit of Halloween. So tomorrow is Scream from 1996. Oh, yeah, it's a special episode. Of... Yeah, a special on the road version. Yeah. We're seeing this one in theaters. Yeah, we were watching so, this in theaters. We were recording it together as opposed yeah. to separate how we usually record. Yeah, so that's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. So tune in for that. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't seen Scream. Have you? I did, but it hasn't been since I was a kid. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, it's been a it's been a while. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Thomas and Sean Halloween Spectacular. This is episode nine. Um, tune in tomorrow for when we watch the Scream. See you tomorrow. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC.